What's up, guys? Welcome to the Mavs Film Room Podcast, coming to you after the Mavs' incredible buzzer-beating win against the Memphis Grizzlies, 114-113. to Luka Doncic, I have no words for him anymore. I mean, this guy is God himself. <laughs> the most incredible buzzer beater I've ever seen in my entire life. No player has any business hitting the kind of shot he did. It was unbelievable. And he saved the Mavs and Mavs Twitter from completely having a meltdown tonight because things were ugly in this one. But all's well that ends well. And the Mavericks come out victorious and they fend off a Grizzlies Grizzlies team who's on the rise in the standings. And the Mavs get within one game of Portland for the sixth seed, the all-important sixth seed that will help them avoid the play-in tournament. I'm joined tonight by my great friend, Phil Mayer, who we initially were going to record this on Saturday, but after that one, we just had to get one in right now. How's it going, man? Oh, man, I'm still reeling off that Luca shot. I I can't believe... Uh, I Like you said, man, I'm at a loss for words. Like, when he hit that, I mean, the play was set up. It looked like it had no chance, and then he's somehow stumbling forward, throws up this prayer... And only because it's Luca goes in. Like, come on, man. It's ridiculous. It is. I mean, yeah. I mean, th- this guy practices the craziest shots. And I mean, it It pays off as we've seen. I mean, some of the, the, the shots that come to mind were, of course, that buzzer beater in the bubble. We we all know that and love that. Um, he had a similar sh- shot. Um, the Celtic term- shot. Yeah, the Celtic shot, that, that deep step back three. And then I don't know if you recall his rookie season in Portland, um, Jalen Brunson had a really nice uh, yep. inbounds pass to him and he hit the craziest three in the corner with like 0.3 seconds to send it to overtime. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that Luka Doncic does and can do really well. And I mean, you know, my main gripe with the Mavs, like last possession offenses, they just never can seem to run a good, good uh, play. You know, they always are moving away from the basket. And even tonight, it kind of looked at that, but somehow Luka you know, tossed this prayer up for three and it hit. Um, when, when I saw it at first, I thought it was a two-pointer. But then when I saw the review again, his foot was clearly behind the line. I mean, my goodness, what, a, what an incredible win. At first, I didn't think he got it off. I'm like, like something was, some screw was loose in my head where I'm like, there's no way he just hit this shot to win the game. Like he didn't get it off or maybe his foot was on the line or something, but no, like, the perfect shot exactly what you needed in a, such an <laughs> adverse situation like you said like that that play had no business turning out to be a Mavs basket but here we are I know especially given how the game was going up until that point I mean you know the the Mavs were kind of struggling to defend Memphis all night I mean Jonas Valanciunas was killing them on the offensive boards uh, Grayson Allen was raining from three I think he had like five three-pointers um, Desmond Bain also played a really nice game for Grizz- for the Grizzlies. Um, hmm, he'd be nice in Dallas. Yeah, he he would be. I mean, well, let's not even talk about it. Um, but as we said, all's well that ends well. And despite Grayson Allen's amazing game, we got to thank him for missing those uh, last couple of free throws. Despite being a ninety percent free throw shooter, so I mean, what an amazing break for the Mavs to take advantage of something like that happening and. What was going to be a dark night turned into an amazing one. And all I'll say to this was it was a tribute to Harrison Barnes, who also hit a buzzer beater against Memphis a couple of years ago, a buzzer beating three to help them get the win there. So I'm just glad they were able to honor one of my longtime favorite Mavs.
Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I can't even think about Harrison Barnes right now, but uh, you're more of a Mavs lifer than I am. But I honestly, mean, yeah. like, even beyond the shot, Luca had, what, 25 points in the second half? And this was a game where in the first half, Luca was not scoring well, but was picking apart the Grizzlies with some awesome passes. And the Mavs missed a bunch of shots yeah. off of, like, wide-open shots off of Luca dishes. Maxi, uh, in particular... But oh then God. the second half, he's like, all right, I'm just going to do it myself. Goes off, scores, like I said, what, 25 points or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what else do you want from the guy? I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, he is the second coming of whatever higher power you believe in. But, yeah, I mean, to, to your point, I mean, Luca was kind of assist hunting in the first half. I think he looked a little bit frustrated. He looked tired. You know, Memphis was not making it easy for him, but at the same time, he was still picking apart the defense, but rather than being aggressive, trying to score the ball, he was trying to find his teammates who just could not hit the three for the life of them. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, Luca, man, like night after night, he's just providing you with like memories, your classic moments that you're going to remember for the rest of his career. It's just (laughs) <laughs> it's so surreal to me that with the fifth pick after that lottery the Mavs ended up with this guy like it just boggles my mind yeah it, it, it still to this day does not feel real that we have Luca, and it probably never will honestly until maybe like they win a championship or something but I mean it, it's just crazy to think that they have a guy who can be the face of the league like the best player in the NBA he may not be either of those things right now but he's pretty damn close yeah, I'd say, I'd say that's definitely true. I mean, people are showing love to Zion and he might be like, and if you're talking face the NBA, like maybe a more marketable personality or, or his game is like a little more exciting or something. But like in terms of skill and best young player, like I'm a huge Giannis fan, but even Giannis like can't just grab the game by the, you know what, like in the way that, <laughs> like, just, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, uh, Aside from being an amazing player, Luca's just so unique that nobody else really has the kind of repertoire that he does. And I mean, you know, we saw it tonight. Like these are shots that he practices and he hits with a degree of comfort that other players just just can't and don't. So, I mean, I don't know what we des- did to deserve him, but I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna complain about it. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh... Quite the shot. Anything else about this game you want to talk about or just stick with this? <laughs> um, let's end on a high note. I think there was quite a few bad things that happened right. in this game. But... Let me, let me, all right, let me make one more positive point then. Uh, Dwight Powell real, had a really good game. He like, did. He did. 12 I... points and eight rebounds in 15 minutes. And But the play to me that uh, that – really stood out was when he was guarding Valanchunas in the post and knocked it out of his hands and like dove out of bounds. It's like the guy's clearly lost a step, but he's playing with such a degree of hustle. And with the nature of the Achilles injury, if he can get a a bit of that burst back, maybe you get a little, got a little taste tonight of like what he could look like pick and roll partner and a Luca offense. Um, So I thought I was really encouraged by how he played. Yeah, Dwight Powell was huge for the Mavs, especially in the first half when they weren't able to hit their threes. He was providing a a reliable option for Luka in the pick and roll and finished quite a few alley-oop dunks. Um, Brunson and him had some nice chemistry there in the fourth quarter as well. And like you said, that, that huge block strip of Jonas Valanciunas in the fourth quarter ended up being one of the big plays that helped them win. So 
he was good. I thought J.J. Redick was really good in this game, despite those couple of bad turnovers that he had in the fourth quarter. I mean, Redick had three three-pointers. Um, he had that nice pocket pass to Dwight Powell, um, I think, in the second quarter. And so I, I like the way he's coming along. He's, he still doesn't look like he's, you know, at full speed yet. And who knows, at age 36, he may not be. But I think he can still give the Mavs a quality 10 to 15 minutes a night. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say he looked really good, but I thought this was like a realistic performance for what you yeah, yeah. with hitting a couple threes, getting picked on on defense, but with an undersized 36-year-old guard um, kind of comes with the territory. But just a guy who can add to the rotation, and uh, he'll make some big shots, I think, and playing with Luca will only help. Yeah, I was wondering if we were going to see him on the floor tonight um, on that final possession, but I think he's probably still got some – um, work to, you know, get himself acclimated to the offense before we see that. But all in all, it was a good win in that they won the game on an incredible shot. We'll talk about some of the things that were glaring um, negatives later on. But tonight, we just want to enjoy this win and go to sleep knowing that the Mavericks are a half game closer to the sixth seed and avoiding the play-in tournament. Okay, now that the Mavs won the game, any words for Howard Beck? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wasn't planning on talking about that with you if we we did a full episode, but, you know, I just want to say I'm sorry for calling you a shill. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah, what a shot. Uh, What a player. Not much else you can say. Yep, that's all we got tonight. Thanks for joining us, Phil. Um, I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. All right, let's do it. All right.